I am Liz Wright. Welcome to Live Your Best Life. The only thing that matters now is living by the power of this wonderful new creation life. We're going to become an undefeatable force of radiating glory and we are rising up strong now in this hour. Hi, welcome to Live Your Best Life. I am Liz Wright. And in today's show, I have joining me for the conversation, a woman that I hold in extremely high regard. She uh, is a Jewish believer in Yeshua, in Jesus. She lived in Israel for about 10 years. She was a professor of both psychology and Hebrew language. Welcome to the show today, Miss Yana Sanders. It's so lovely to have you with us. Dr. Sanders, I should say, welcome to the show. Liz, thank you so much. And what a privilege to know you. you. I think the thing that so struck me about you, Liz, is how authentic you are. You're teaching about how to live your best life because you do live your best life. And that is, that's powerful because that's the dream of everyone. How do I find the path to my best life? You take them by the hand, you grab their hearts, and you show them this is how you do it. So I very much honor you, and it's a privilege to be with you today. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much. That really blesses my heart, Yana. Thank you so much. It mm -hmm. is like you. That, that is the passion of my life. It expresses differently from both of us, but I live to see people coming into the fullness of who we are as a new creation, really living our best life, the way that God created us to live back in union and oneness with him, really knowing mm. our value. Mm. So when I was preparing, I was just praying and asking Jesus what he wanted to do today in our, through our conversation. I really uh, felt that he wanted to just release healing to every heart, all of you family around the world right now who are listening or watching. I just encourage you as Yana begins to answer the question I'm about to ask her, just sit back and just take a moment, shut your world out and just let this be between you and Jesus because I know that healing is going to flow into your heart. Mm. So when I was preparing, the Lord was reminding me, Yana, of when you and I were together last year in Missouri last summer. And it was the first time I'd met you and just watching you with the different people, we were at a conference together, watching how you were interacting with the people that were there, the precious family that were there, and also how you were with me. I was so changed and impacted by how much honor flowed from your heart and how secure you are in the love of Father and in the love of Yeshua. It oozes out of you this confidence that also uh, expresses as humility and real, and it communicates as uh, you, you literally give the gift of honor to people and it's powerful. You can actually feel your stature internally and your confidence changing when you, when you speak. And it's, it's love, it's powerful love. And uh, honestly, I came away changed and I saw you, you know, up into the wee small hours of the morning, still pouring out to precious people that were coming to you really to be discipled and taught and just to listen to the treasures of wisdom that you carry. Mm. And so I know when you 
when you speak, there's impartation. It's not just the brilliant depth of intellectual understanding you have, an academic understanding you have, but it's the life you live. What Yeshua has actually shown you. So that what I felt in the Lord's heart was to ask you this question. What do you think, what do you believe that Yeshua wants us, each one of us, to understand in terms of how he sees us, his heart? That's one of the best questions I've ever been asked. Wow. So I'm just sitting in the frequency of that, like, whew, because this is exactly what humanity has to know in order to experience the healing that they know is, has already been provided for them. Absolutely, absolutely. And I felt in the Lord's heart, Yona, that this is part of the gift you bring to the body. This language is, is, a, is a container through which his healing of the, of the heart of humanity will flow. It's absolutely stunning and it speaks to your relationship with the Lord. And here's the, here's the big part, Liz, your relationship with yourself. In the biblical Hebraic way of life, we are raised on affirmation. Affirmation of the self, not the behavior. Affirmation on who we are, not what we do. Affirmation that we have been specifically chosen by the creator of the universe. Now, Every believer, those who were, as Ephesians says, afar off, separate from Abraham, but through the shed blood and the sacrificial offering of Yeshua, the Messiah, have been brought into this family of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob with the same promises. Either you're there by birth or you're there by rebirth, which is birth. And all of us now are standing in this world, this, this universe, some of us laying a hold on the inside of what it feels like to be chosen, to be selected, to be purposed, to be with the eye of, of Adonai, upon us with a huge smile on his face and love pouring from his heart regardless of behavior. Now, this is not permission to engage in non-biblical expressions of life. This is not do it and get forgiveness. This is, I'm so kept he is my Shomer Israel. He is the one that even when I'm sleeping, he can't take his eyes off of me. This is from a person who is so valued, so loved, so wanted, so included, that there is no draw to fill emptiness within. King David said it best, Adonai Ro'i Lo'ikzach, which means, I've chosen the Lord to be my shepherd. 
That means he's my pastor. He's my teacher. He's my rabbi. He's my comfort. He's my father. He's my mother. He's my best friend. He's my love. He, he alone is my shepherd. Now, I want my pastor or my rabbi to add to that. I want the great teachers and voices and hearts that the Lord has raised up so that he can speak to all different peoples in all different ways. But King David said that because what he was saying was, I'm not going to abide by the religious system in the land of Israel that day. He was saying, all of you wonderful rabbis out there, all you schools of religious belief and thought, the Lord is my shepherd. And because I've decided that, the next line in English says, I shall not want. But that's not what it says in Hebrew. In Hebrew it says, because the Lord is my shepherd, I have no defects. I have no defects. I have no sense of loss or emptiness or lack of fulfillment. And so I can tend these sheep, although inside I know I'm a, a king. I am a king who will be the greatest human king to ever walk the earth. But I'm very content tending sheep and waiting until that great day. The Lord is my shepherd. So we have to understand what is a shepherd like? Do you know that a shepherd leads from behind in Israel? No, I didn't know that. Yes, they put the most trained, they put the lamb in the front to lead the way, usually a female, who carries the heart of the other sheep. And so she, because she's so connected to the other sheep, will know how fast to walk. She'll know the pace to keep. She'll know when to lay down to take her rest. And the shepherd from behind communicates with the, uh, the ewe, the female lamb in the front, by clicks and by sounds that they've developed a private language between the two of them. And so she's so connected to the shepherd that if he takes his staff and clicks it on a rock once or twice and <coughs> makes little sounds, then she knows what the shepherd is saying. The shepherd every night finds the safe place for the sheep to lay down. And he calls each one by name. He spreads his legs. They often wear uh, dresses. And they pull their dress inside their belt. On their belt, they have two cans of salve. And the shepherd calls each lamb to him. He pulls back the wool from the face. He looks into the eyes of the lamb. And he sees the lamb. Each lamb has a private language with the shepherd. And he coos to the lamb and he looks over the lamb. He pulls off every parasite. He lifts up the hooves and he takes out the rocks. If stickers are in the wool, he pulls those out. And he coos and he pets the lamb and they exchange this intense eye-to-eye love language, connection, so that the lamb, here's the goal, on the inside feels and is filled up with the love, the care. Here's the key word, the nurturing of the shepherd. And as he's going over the lamb, the lamb passes 
in between his legs. If there's a cut, he takes the salve from his belt and he puts it on the lamb so that by the time he's finished with the lamb, the lamb is now able to enter into the state of rest. He passes through the legs of the shepherd and he goes and lays down in perfect safety. Now, what does this mean for us today? We are his sheep. He has come for the lost sheep of the house of Israel. He alone is our shepherd. And in this era, we are returning to that. Because when we put humans in the place of Yeshua, it will always produce lack. Because humans are not meant to be God. Humans cannot do on the inside, to the heart, what Yeshua can and does do every day. Humans can give us wonderful insights. Humans can give us a hug when we need a hug or a word of encouragement. But they were never meant to take the place of the shepherd. And so David learned how to take care of Israel by taking care of those sheep. Now in this era, I believe with all my being that the Father is calling us to know Him as we have known Yeshua. That Yeshua is so magnificent and so indescribably beautiful, powerful, loving, kind, relational, giving, understanding that we sort of stopped there. The Father understands that. But now, we are maturing. We are coming to our full stature. And the Father is reaching for us. And Yeshua is taking us by the hand. We don't leave Yeshua and go to the Father. But Yeshua is taking us by the hand and saying, for us to experience the fullness that is written in the Word of God, encoded on the inside of us, we must now enter into a relationship with Adonai, with Yahweh, like we have with Yeshua. But Yahweh is very different. He's holiness. He's perfection. He's, he's energy. He's fire. He's breath. He's life. He's rain, thunder, lightning. And so we must come to the place of maturity. How do we do that? We turn from an external expression to an internal expression. We do things now, it's the reverse order from the inside out. And so we don't wait for healing to come on the outside, we do it on the inside. How does that happen? Our cells will respond when we become convinced we are chosen. That there's never been one second or split second of our life that the Father, after we've received His Son, has ever felt the emotion of disappointment or anger towards us. Oh my goodness. Jan, I can feel the Lord's love pouring out through your words, just affirming us. There's such a gift. We so need each other, don't we? I, I remember when we were together. You may or may not recall this because there's a lot going on, but I had a number of visions, experiences with Yeshua while we were together. 
And I remember just rushing in at breakfast or coming to find you in the restaurant to say, Yana, tell me what this means. Give me a Hebrew perspective. <laughs> Where is this in the word? And um, it was just so rich. Your responses were always so rich. And you would always be like, well, of course, of course, you know, our relationship with, with Yahweh, with Yeshua is to be experiential. This is an experiential relationship, you know, and this is where it is in the word. Da, da, da. There's so much depth that you would always bring to an encouragement. And one of, you know, as every, the family listening, um, most of you are familiar with my own walk, which is that of an identificational walk. It's extremely personal as it is to all of us, as you mm. said, that each lamb has the individual, the unique relationship and language relationship with, with the Father, with Yeshua. Um, and and so in, this, in this experience, um, Jesus came to me. I just finished speaking in the afternoon session and I suddenly saw Jesus, saw Yeshua just standing right in front of me in the spirit and the holy presence of God came. And um, he covered me. He came as the shepherd, which is when you were speaking and it reminded me, I was like, he came specifically as the shepherd. And always my life is personal but then there's the identificational part for us all corporately he very often will show me what he's doing amongst us all depending on what he's revealing to me and so I, there's agreement between heaven and earth i come in agreement and then i start to see it moving out these experiences beginning to be added to us corporately and in this experience he came as the shepherd king he covered me so us as those of you listening this is for you to just close your eyes and talk let it be language between you and jesus and he covered me in his talit completely covered me up in his talit and then he laid on the floor in front of me his shepherd's rod and the first thing he did actually i forgot is he gave me the cup of covenant and said sit Ooh. so he gave me the cup of covenant Ooh. then the talit covered me then the shepherd's rod was laid next to me and then he said three times as a booming sound that reverberated through me baruch and correct my pronunciation but baruch haba bashem adonai baruch haba bashem adonai and he said it three times and then immediately i remembered it was in the scriptures the the translation to english is blessed is he who comes or she who comes in the name of the lord and as he said that uh, there was divine knowledge sort of infused into my spirit that the, uh, in the name of the Lord also meant the nature of God. And I saw us as Gentile believers and, and Jew, uh, moving towards Israel and the Jewish believers and Gentile believers having relationship with each other that is in an accelerated rate. And, we, and I stood there in Israel in this experience as us radiating the Messiah, radiating the nature of God, revealing him. And I saw the blindness in part that's been on Israel drop like scales. And we, we emerged as, as an embrace, as one new man. Jew and Gentile, now obviously I'm Jewish, but the Jew and Gentile now completely one in, in Yeshua. And I felt very strongly that this is the time we're in and there was another encounter just shortly after which i wanted to share because i wanted to ask for your feedback yana to add strength to us corporately um, about the time that we're in now as we really come to know the shepherd and everything that he's bringing to us and like you say that that relationship with father is opening up to us like never before we're coming forth as one new man now and the other experience is very quickly was that i was 
again in worship one day taken boom I found myself in heaven there's a lot to the encounter but the part that I felt to share was um, I was with Yeshua and he wrapped me in grave clothes tip of my toes to the top of my head brown stained grave clothes I understood in my spirit they represented the grave clothes he had worn whilst on earth and then he pulled the grave clothes and I began to spin supernaturally quickly the light of Christ began to shoot through me resurrection life and I stopped spinning and I knew that the grave clothes had been taken off us completely we were going to understand this and then he said to me I'm giving you a gift I'm giving you my song the sound of my life and I knew, and he said it's the third day and I just came out of that. And I've been living, Yana, in those two experiences to do with the timeline of God right now. So I just wondered if you could add some Hebraic perspective to that in terms of where we're at in human history. And I believe we're, everything we see in the third day when Jesus rose from the grave, that life he then lived beyond death before he ascended is what we are moving into. That's a huge statement, but that's the faith I have since that experience. And so anyway, so back to you, please. Could you speak into that a little bit to just encourage everybody listening really where we're at? Wow, I'm so encouraged. I could listen to you all day. Spectacular. I believe that you had an experience of evolving or becoming actually into your true self. The grave clothes is this human body that is a shell that covers our true self. We were in heaven before we were on earth. We didn't have flesh like this. We were pure light. So our true self is pure light. And for him to lay the tallit, first of all, when you said you took the drink of covenant, mm -hmm. that is a irrevocable covenant that's not based upon your behavior it's based upon who you are and i suggest this that i don't want to put this on anyone it's what i understand as a jewish believer both from a scholarly point of view and from a relationally point of view yahweh is going to reveal himself in this earth just like yeshua did and then heaven comes to earth and heaven has been waiting for our agreement for our not to be afraid because there is no religious school that would tolerate this just like there was no religious school that would tolerate Yeshua being Messiah the same thing is going to happen with us there will be no religious format that will accept or support us it will only be those who are the carriers of light, purposed in heaven, reserved to be placed on earth for this moment. We are at the precipice of shedding our um, exterior confinement. This thing that came, sorry, not thing, this um, Merkava, we call it, that came around you. There's a huge teaching in Jewish mysticism about this energy. It's actually the same thing that happened to Eliyahu, Elijah, when he went to heaven. It wasn't a whirlwind. It was this Merkava. The grave clothes came off. He returned to his original state and he elevated. He left earth and uh, took his place in heaven 
being the first fruit of us as humans uh, taking off our grave clothes, which is this thing, because this thing goes into the grave. This is the only part, this body, that goes into a grave. So you already had an experience of shedding that. So back to the point. The point is that we must understand and agree to what what is in front of us number one we will be persecuted number two we will be misunderstood however if on the inside we allow adonai we allow yahweh to nurture us to become our shepherd because it was yahweh that was david's shepherd if we move into the place on the inside that there is nothing that we could ever do that will separate us from the love of Yahweh. And if we'll begin to see with fresh eyes what we have been created for, do we fit into that little number, 144,000? Is it, is it possible for that to be true? And if so, my mind, I will continue to walk by faith, which means I won't have the full knowledge. I won't have the full understanding. I will carry, though, the fullness of how valued and precious and loved and adored and chosen I am. And as we come to the realization of this, our cells will pop alive. They will come back to their fullness. They will begin to regenerate. Health will come into our bodies. Our blood will begin to pump and flow again. We'll have a fresh breath of air because we'll understand really what's going on with us. Why have we been hidden? Why have we been in training for so many years? Why have we been overlooked? Because we will never, we were never called to function within a religious system. Neither was Yeshua. When Yeshua was on earth, he never functioned in any of the religious systems. He only visited the synagogue to bring healing. And when he brought healing, he brought the one he healed out. Come and follow me. Leave those systems and come and follow me. That's why he met on the hillsides and in, the, in, in, in his boat. And that's why he was out in, in uh, sitting in sinners' homes. You know, he wasn't uh, participating in religious system. My point is this. We must turn inward and begin to see who we really are. We must remember who we were in heaven so that we can give permission to our bodies to become all that we were and that we are. But we have to step out of what we know to step in to what we do know on the inside. We have to leave what was to become what is. And it is completely by faith. When you wake up in the morning and you know that no matter what happens today, you are highly specifically chosen every part of us was fashioned together for this day and this hour and as the world gets darker and more chaos we are becoming more light we're not going to align with the polit politics of the world we're not going to align with the problems of the world it's not that we don't realize it we don't align there we are light carriers we are yahweh carriers and he is looking for a little group of people, 144,000, who will allow him to manifest himself on earth so that the kingdoms of this world 
become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Messiah so that Yeshua can be crowned on earth as he is in heaven, King of kings and Lord of lords. We are that crown. Oh my goodness, Yana. Wow. I'm sure everybody listening can hear this. Your spirit's like your mind is going, adjusting, adjusting, you know, unraveling from religious constructs and historic belief systems. And and actually what's happening is Christ is being formed in us into the fullness of the stature of who we actually are in him. You know, and and just in finishing, I don't want to have to finish today's show. We have to do another one, Yana. (laughs) Please come back. Please come back. But just just in finishing, just be encouraged, family. There's so much more. We literally are. There's a, a global awakening happening right now in the body and outside of the body. We are coming into our finest hour. We, You know, as, as Christ was the firstborn among us, we look at him in the fullness of who he is. That's who we are now. That's who we are now. We are an entirely new species, an entirely new creation in Christ. And we're just beginning to see that many of us around the world are starting to have experiences with Jesus and understand themes like transfiguration. I don't, we've, we've looked through a glass dimly. We're now in the time where we're incarnating this reality. And there are other things I could share and I will talk again with you definitely Yana but so just be blessed be blessed I just I just bless you all have the most amazing week I encourage you Yana thank you so much for giving us your precious precious time we honor and love you and um, yeah just go into the scriptures yourselves we just encourage you really study Jesus who he is who he is as our Messiah who he is as God who came in the earth 2,000 years ago to show us who we are amongst many other things and to bring us forth into to the fullness of his intention that was you know these the dreams of God that were formed before the foundation of the earth we're in the time now where it's coming to pass his word is incarnating coming to pass so bless you all so much thank you for being with us today goodbye